Welcome to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the God, also known as Justin. Today, we're coming at you with another chop up show. So, well, all right, whoa. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of good stuff come out today. We got straightening by Migos, like that T Pain, Two Face, Young Nudie, uh, his and hers inter- by Internet Money, uh, Nine Bridge by Rowdy Rebel. Eat Me Up, Scotty by Nicki Minaj, Haitian Boy Kodak, Birthday Suit, Duckworth, Wait On Me but, uh, by Larry June. Now, y'all might not lo- know Larry June, but I'm going to tell y'all about him here in a minute. My man's got some fire. And then we got the highly anticipated The Off Season by J. Cole, man. And when I tell you, <clears throat> I got something to say. But we got to start with the singles. Because <laughs> I think it's funnier that way. We got to get to the big stuff at the end. Start off with straightening by Migos. Quavo comes out the gate a murderer. He does not miss that entire. <laughs> I guess it's the hook. The entire hook is just. Mm. I I listened to this like five minutes after it came out. It was so good. I was so hyped. And man, this made me really miss like takeoff. Takeoff don't really like do features that often. Or what he does, they're just like not major ones. And this is a good this is a good takeoff he's got a good verse here but the thing is i mean his offset had to do bad and he didn't do bad he just couldn't keep up with like the pace that quavo and takeoff had set he did pretty all right though but if this is the tone for culture three and not that garbage that was racks too skinny if this is what culture three is gonna be i'm here for it. i'm so hyped for it because this is what we've been needing. Like, Migos kind of been slacking. Like, Culture 2 is good, but, like, it's not my favorite. I'm going to be honest with you. Next, we got Like That by T-Pain. Now, I might be like, bro, ain't T-Pain, like, old? A little bit, but I love T-Pain. It's T-Pain and Kehlani, two people I just love. And this song is so smooth. It's so chill. It's such a, such a vibe. And, like, I really, y'all really been sleeping on T-Pain for too long. I know he was big in like mid 2000s, but current T Pain has got some major heat going on. His last album was like, I think it was like One Up, and it was so good. And I never heard anybody talk about it. I didn't even know it came out when it did. Like, yeah, One Up, T Pain. Y'all need to go stream that, bro. That's fire. It came out 2019. It's so good. And like, Kehlani. If y'all ain't listening to Kehlani, y'all just lame. I'm going to be real with you. Kehlani's, Kehlani don't miss. She don't miss. But now we got to go to someone who does miss and often. Yeah, my brother's going to hate me for this, but Face by Young Moody is garbage. Like, the beat, he's not even on beat. It seems like he's trying to find it and he gets there for a second. He just swerves. Like, to me personally, I don't like Young Nudie. All of his songs kind of sound the same. They got the same rhyme scheme. He's got the same flow. Kind of like he's got like the baby syndrome. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start calling them when rappers refuse to change their flow. It's called the baby syndrome now. And G Herbro's on here, and I like G Herbro, but it's, it's solid. But the beat's just lame. Like it's it's not it, and I'm not feeling it at all. But 
Like yeah, this this song this track is lame. Last two. Straighten it. Straighten is fine. Straighten is pretty solid. And then I thought I thought I liked that it was pretty dope though. This is my rating scale now. Uh it's like a one to ten scale, but with words. Now I did not say this up top, but there is a new Dixie D'Amelio song. I know some of y'all like, man, get that garbage out of here. Hey, you'd be right. I listened to it because I thought it'd be funny. Now, I have listened to all of her songs when they come out because I'm kind of active on TikTok. So I like to be I like to be up with the culture, like to see what all they're doing. Like I listened to Addison Ray song when it came out, which is good. But Fuck Boy by Dixie D'Amelio, uh, it just sounds like an old Taylor Swift song. And it's not bad by any means, but it's not good at all. It's it's less than good. And I think, you know, with some work, she could be a good artist. But also, if I hear her say that she was sad or mad one more time, I'm going to commit a crime. It's so annoying. Like, she has real vocal potential here, but she just won't change her sound and i know she's still trying to discover her sound but yeah it's fine if you're if you liked the last two dixie d'amelio songs you'll probably like this too you know it's probably it's, pro it's not for me like she didn't make this song with me in mind i'm not her target audience and i don't think you guys are her target audience either but i'd give it a listen if you feel like it next we got nine bridge with by Rowdy Rebel and A Boogie. Now, I don't like A Boogie. I don't like Boogie with a hoodie at all. It's annoying to me. But this is kinda okay. Like, makes me want Bob. This song made me want Bobby back so bad. But like, I still I get it. Like, he just got out of the jail. He's still trying to like fix his life up. You know, he's got a lot of stuff still going on, and you know, I'm here for that. I support Bobby in all his endeavors. Not all his endeavors. Unless he does like like crimes. Then I, I can't support you, Bobby. But yeah, Nightbridge was good. It's very not very airy. Which is the problem like young nudie. <laughs> Rowdy's good. Rowdy hasn't missed since he's been out. The last few songs have been really good. His features are solid. And like he seems to like adapted with the times pretty quickly. I know a lot of people were thinking like him and Bobby weren't going to be able to do that once they got out because they've been locked up for so long. But yeah, no, this is a, uh, this one's clean. I like this. This is like, I'm definitely going to be putting this on like a playlist or something. What we got next? Uh, we got Birthday Suit by Duckworth. Now, if you don't like Duckworth, get out. Listen to Super Good and come back. This is really, it's, it's fine. Like, I didn't expect anything major, but he delivered. He did exactly as well as I thought he was going to do, which I can appreciate. The beat is smooth. The vocals are good. And, I like, this is definitely going on, like, a vibes playlist. So, that's the worst thing I have ever said. Wow. A vibes playlist? Jesus. But, it's a little repetitive, but it's, it's like, a fun time. You know, not everything has to be, like, super, like, deep and, like tell you about everything it's just like this is just a good song I had a fun time with it i think 
her name's Raina J. Uh, her vocal delivery is good. I've never heard of her before, but I'll definitely like look into her now. Cause this is good. This is a fun time. <laughs> Next we got Wait on Me by Larry June. Now Larry June, he's a little bit smaller, I guess you could say that. My brother actually put me onto him, and he's really good. Y'all should check him out. But uh, I'll probably tag. I'll probably be in the tags of the on the Instagram. So if y'all just want to go check there. Uh, now it's fresh beat off the rip. Larry June's always got some major heat. It's very relaxed, and that's something I always liked about him. It's like he makes songs for if you're just cruising around, you know. And this feels like pretty emotional. Like you can kind of feel the impact in his words, and like really cares about what he says. Ah, I've always kind of got that from him. Like he speaks with purpose. He's not just like, you know, saying things to say things. He's not just like some some random dude who's just like, yeah, this is this is what's going on. All right, next we got Haitian boy Kodak. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Last Kodak album, I didn't mess with it. I didn't like it. It was bad. And Kodak, I'm. I thought after he got out, he wasn't going to be able to put anything good no more. I thought his time was over. But this made me think otherwise. This is his first, like, full release since Bill Israel while he was in jail. Don't listen to Bill Israel, man. It's just not good. Listen to this. This is, like, it sounds like a whole new sound. It's, like, doing it different. The beats are really unique, which I was, which, like, I kind of expect from Kodak. Because he's always kind of been, like, out there with his beat selection. His vocals are majorly different. Like, it sounds like a whole new person. And I'm not saying Kodak is cloned. Don't, don't get it twisted. He was just in jail. Right? Jail doesn't mean cloning. Or does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. He wasn't, he wasn't cloned. It's a good, though. This is, uh... Yeah, Oracle is weird. That's the only real complaint I have with it. Oracle was really strange. It's just a fully acapella song. It kind of caught me by surprise, and I was like, oh, I guess we're, this is an acapella song now. So, it was good, though. Like, it's good acapella. Like, I've definitely heard worse. <laughs> but, like, listen to, like, Z look Jamaican, and, like, Round the Rose, and Basement on Fire. Those were, like, my, my standouts from it. Now, next we got Beam Me Up, Scotty. Now, this is a re-release of an old mixtape of, of Nicki's. My Nicki Minaj, by the way. I don't know if I said that already. But, yeah. So, I was on her live when she when it dropped. Got Drake there and everything. And Seeing Green is so good. Oh my lord. Seeing green. Wayne shouldn't have been on it. I'm gonna be real with you. Wayne is a miss. It, it's it the vocals just weren't good. But I, I'm convinced Wayne's just tired. I um I couldn't remember if this one was like an older recording. Do not I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, no, this is an older one. But overall, my opinion on Lil Wayne is he just simply don't got the juice like that no more. Yeah, should retire. But, you know, you keep putting out deluxes of the Carter 5 forever. But yeah, his bars are trash. Nikki has, she eats, obviously. She, she don't miss. And Drake is always steals the show. Anytime the three of them are on a song, Drake 
doing all the work. He's like airing on it. He put the team on his back. And he stole the show. But some of the it's weird because some of the songs are clearly like more modern. Because she's like, it's like COVID when the goat on the track, the whole game stopped. But I ain't playing with you bitches. This ain't GameStop. That's such a hard bar. So I think some of these songs, like I think Seeing Green is newer, and uh, I don't remember what song she said that on. I think it's she said it on Chirac. So I think that one's newer few new ones here and there speaking of Chirac, g hero's on it just talked about him he did good, good job good job mr hero sorry i'm not, she uh she, this is a direct quote my pussy like girls damn is my pussy gay and i think this reminds me of a young thug bar where he's like i snorted i feel like i was aborted these would go in the category of questionable bars like that's that's hard you didn't have to the beat production is really good this is what i'm this is what i miss from Nicki minaj this is like a maximum pink friday Not pink friday pink print i don't like pink friday if you want to hear like even more about what we thought what i thought about like other Nicki minaj albums an episode on that is called roman's return you know, just go over. I just go over all the albums. Um, yeah, it's really good. She did do the cardinal sin of remixing an already good song, and that be that would be "Best I Ever Had" by Drake. That song needs no remixes. No one should ever touch it. It's perfect how it is. I love, I love that song, and I, I gotta get your little long acrylic nails in there nikki you didn't have to do it so any good but yeah it's, it's a good it's a good album uh, i like it and yeah all the songs with gucci man are off of his one of his mixtapes they're good too it's a lot but less shorter than i thought it would be like it's 23 songs but it feels a lot shorter because it's like there's a lot of remixes on there or just like reproductions of old songs it was fun though. It's a good time. I would definitely go listen to it if you guys are interested. But next, we have what we all have been waiting for. You guys are gonna be really disappointed in how little I have to say about it. But the off season, long-awaited return of King Cole. It's good. I liked it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Critics. Uh, the beat on ninety-five South is just really hard for no reason. Like. It's really good. A lot of it, it's all really good. Like, and it's really emotional. Like, it feels like it has a lot more sentimental value than like KOD did. And I love KOD. You know, let go of my hand. That hit me hard, man. I was about to make a brother cry. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, I felt, I felt tears coming up when I started playing. I was like, "What you gonna, you gonna do that, Jermaine?" Everything is so... This album has two modes. Going insanely hard and being super mellow and super, like, conscious rap. Which is uh, is, is strange. Now, the features on here. There's only three. Only three. And they're all really good. So we got 21 Savage and Murray. Murray? I think that's how you say it. Who 
J. Cole put on, kind of. Like, he was he was already doing music already, of course. But J. Cole, like, shouted him out, and his numbers went up a bunch. And we already know J. Cole and 21, they work so well together. Like, a Lot is one of my favorite songs. They just work that well together. And I'd kill for, like, a maybe an EP or a mixtape that's just... This is 21 Savage and J. Cole. And, like, I know everyone's, like, Kendrick and Cole or Drake and Cole. I think 21 Savage and J. Cole would be a lot better. I feel like they can work off of each other better than, like, Drake and J. Cole could. But, yeah, Lil Baby's on here, too. Lil Baby did so much better than I ever thought he would. Because I didn't know the features going into it. And I was really surprised I heard Lil Baby. Because this is, like, a whole different style for Lil Baby. Much better style that Lil Baby should do way more. Mr. Lil Baby. You have the ability to do music so well. And you don't. Which is annoying, but Baz is on here as well. Baz doesn't, he's just kind of, I think Baz was just kind of talking. He did good though. I, I, no, no, he did. He did like the, the chorus, or I don't remember which one. But it was really, I remember enjoying it. I enjoyed every song. All the songs were really good. But, so Pride is the Devil though, just has the exact same beat as I Can't Decide by Amine, which was weird. It kind of threw me off a bit, but it's so, I, you guys got to listen to it for yourself. And now he's like a, a ball player, which is weird, but all right, Cole. Yeah, so it's been a good day for music, dog. Oh, I almost forgot. The I almost forgot. I saved most mediocre for last. His it's not the most mediocre. Two Face is probably the most mediocre. We have His and Hers by Internet Money, and Internet Money's been putting out a lot of good content recently. Like it seems like every song they have is always just immediately charting, because just really like listener friendly, and it's got names everyone recognizes. It's got Lil Uzi Gunna, Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver's really paving the way on the Internet Money trend though. It's like on every song they put out, and I I really mess with it. He's on like the last bit, and you know it works really well. It's not the major. I was expecting a little more from him, honestly. But Gunna and Don Tolliver always sound great together. I'm not. They aren't like mixtape together worthy of working together. But you know, a song every now and again won't hurt nobody. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been a good day for music. Like, you know, if I missed anything, anyone at like any specific artist you want me to look at next week? I think next week we got that full Young Nudie album. Which I am absolutely dreading listening to. But hey, man. It's going to be something. This has been the Friday Chop Up with the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the Guy. Or Justin, really. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at October the Goth. Follow the Drop Culture Podcast on Instagram. And remember, you got to do it for the culture.